discover the possibilities of internal medicine. Hello, um, I'm Loretta Pinesi. I'm the executive director for the New York chapter American College of Physicians. And I am delighted to be here today with Jasmine High. I've been working with Jasmine for two semesters now, and it has been such a pleasure. We're so glad that she is part of New York ACP's Health Disparities Fellows Program. And at this point, I'd like to introduce uh, Jasmine and ask her to tell us a little bit about her background in anthropology and research interests. So Jasmine. Yes, thank you, Loretta, for having me. I'm Jasmine, I'm finishing up my third year in the anthropology department at SUNY Albany. But I actually started in archaeology. When I was growing up, I always wanted to be an archaeologist, a classical archaeologist. But I ended up going abroad and learning about health disparities in Australia. And when I came back to America, I decided to switch to medical anthropology. And if you don't know, medical anthropology is a subfield of anthropology that looks at health and illness and how it is shaped and experienced by different factors such as culture, politics, economics. You know, some people, medical anthropologists, look at healthcare systems. But for me, I am particularly interested in health-seeking behavior, which is so the steps that people take when they seek out healthcare and health information, mainly for marginalized populations. So what are the barriers marginalized people experience in seeking care? And how does it connect to disparities in the utilization of healthcare? And I'm also interested in reproductive and sexual health disparities, mainly those related to um, maternal health, contraception, and HIV. It sounds like you've had quite the journey through education and into this very, very specific field. I'd like to know what we can learn about health and medicine from medical anthropology. So maybe you can talk about the value of medical anthropology and its approaches to health and medicine. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, one of the ways medical anthropology is valuable is because of its holistic approach, meaning you, you have to look at the entire system. You cannot separate or isolate an individual from their environment. Medical anthropologists, you know, will understand that culture, politics, policies, history, they all shape the human experience, including their health and how they understand their health. They're medical anthropologists around the world who are, you know, pay attention to the links between health and the macro environment, the macro environment, how inequality shapes the way health and illness is experienced and responded to by people. And it goes back to this, this theme in anthropology where illness is a social construct. So, you know, some medical anthropologists have focused on how people with particular beliefs and practice have made sense of their suffering. Not everyone experiences suffering the same or perceive it the same. And we anthropologists understand that humans, we are both biological and cultural beings and healing is a culture practice. Healing is not the same for everyone. And it doesn't, it doesn't look the same. The practices don't look the same and biomedicine is just one way of healing. Wow. Thank you for sharing that with us. This is really a very fascinating area. 
So maybe you can tell us uh, a little bit about what contributions has anthropology and anthropologists made towards health and medicine at this point? Yeah, so the field of medical anthropology is very broad. There are some who have, you know, researched culture-bound syndromes, which are um, illnesses that are found in specific cultures. So something that's made found in the Pacific is not going to be in America, is a specific syndrome tied to a specific culture. There's been research on syndemics, which is um, the coexistence of two or more conditions in the population, which was coined by anthropologist Meryl Singer. There's been research on traditional medical practices. Um, some medical anthropologists have conducted research on prenatal screening technologies and how the effects it has on pregnant individuals and their decision-making. There's been some who have researched the effects of different um, laws on individuals' reproductive health behaviors. So, you know, and how it ties to reproductive oppression. There's been anthropologists who looked at conspiracy beliefs and rumors and how these beliefs and rumors have circulated and challenged public health interventions. So yeah, there have been many you know, contributions to health and medicine and it's very broad. There's, there's so much there to be learned and has been learned. What are your final thoughts and reflections on your time working for New York ACP? Um, I know it provided you with an opportunity to kind of dig deeper and do something that you really loved, but I, we'd love to hear some final thoughts and reflections and hope that you too had a positive um, experience with us. Yeah, I'm really grateful for this experience and opportunity. You know, coming from anthropology, we conduct ethnography, so we, you know, talk to people, we conduct observation, but here is allowed me to observe health and medicine from a different perspective, the legislative perspective. I've had the chance to, you know, attend policy meetings, um, track and watch policies move through the New York government. I've had the chance to talk to a physician who has done amazing work. And I'm from North Carolina, so this was also an informative, you know, experience because I don't know, know much about New York policies. So this, this really helped me, you know, understand about maternal and reproductive health in New York. And it has shown me that there are not just one way to do things, but you know, we all have a job to do. And there may be advocacy, legislative, there may be on the ground, anthropologists, you know, we work with people, you know, we try to put their voices out there. There, there are so many ways. Well, you definitely are a fantastic inspiration your energy, your enthusiasm, your interest in this particular area is so nice and so refreshing. It's been an absolute pleasure working with you over the last two uh, semesters. And um, thank you for choosing New York ACP's Health Disparity Fellowship Program. Thank you so much, Loretta, for having me. It's been a pleasure working with you and getting to know you.